What's up, everybody, and welcome to Senior Bowl Week. This is Matt Miller, joined, as always, my buddies, Mello and Dan. Uh, you're going to get a Stick to Football Friday version of a Senior Bowl preview, and I want to start off the show before you get to hear these two lovely men sitting in the office with me. I want to tell you what we are going to be doing in Mobile. You're listening to this Monday morning. Uh, Senior Bowl week kicks off. We're probably on an airplane right now while you're listening to it. Let me just, spoiler alert, that's what we're doing today. When we get to Mobile, first thing we're going to do is buy beer for our Airbnb. Uh, Second thing we're going to do is get set up. We will be going live from Draft Picks Tap Room on Dolphin Street at 8 p.m. local time, that central time in Mobile. Uh, We'll be there recording the podcast. And so if you want to come hang out with us or if you want to come tell us how stupid we are, if you want to arm wrestle Mello, see if you're taller than Dan, uh, if you want to see if you're better looking than Connor, you're welcome to come do all those things. You're not. Yeah. Chances are you're none of those things. If you want to come ask me draft questions because I'm the nerd of the group, I'll be there answering questions. But we will be going live if you guys just want to hang out with us and see uh, how the sausage is made, I guess, and and hang out with us. It'll be a lot of fun. And then every day from Mobile, we, we will be doing a wrap-up show, a wrap-up podcast that will come out the next morning. So you're going to wake up every day this week with a new podcast from us, your favorite NFL draft crew. And like I said at the top, you're going to get a stick to football Friday type of senior bowl preview today. We're going to go down and do a roster preview. The three of us, we each picked a player that we are excited to see at each position. Then we're going to give you our senior bowl top fives, which is our favorite players or our top players. Sorry, we've seen in Mobile. And then we're going to close it out like we always do on the Friday show with just the tip. And we'll be giving you guys some do's and don'ts for Mobile. So let's jump right into it. Mellow Dan. The first thing I want to talk about now that I've hogged two minutes of airtime feels good. Feels we real are good. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, well, we're right here. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. I might be able to do a solo. I don't know. I did a two hour radio show once alone and it was brutal by like the hour mean, and a half. I was uh, like Ooh. hour and 15 minutes. Show, yeah. Maybe? <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, I did two hours here at the Joplin radio station by myself because you all bailed on me. Um, I thought you were talking about the time where you gave up in the middle of the <laughs> Yeah, show. Plugged, pulled the cord on it. Yeah. Um, well, let's, the internet. Yeah, let's talk about why this Senior Bowl is important. And I, I said before we started recording, I want to talk about this because all week we're just going to see people shit on the Senior Bowl because, oh, it's not a real game and they're not even wearing leg pads and all these things that people are going to tweet. The Senior Bowl is important to me. I feel like this is like an intervention. Here, Senior Bowl, you are important to me because I think it's very important to get these players out of their comfort zone and get them in a, a situation they're not they're not used to, especially we're going to talk so much about quarterbacks this week. I want to see Baker Mayfield under center. I want to see Josh Allen throwing to people who have talent. You know, I want to I see Luke Falk uh, outside of a West Coast system. And I think that's what's so important is getting guys uncomfortable and seeing how well they like adapt to the coaching from an NFL uh, coaching staff, especially the quarterbacks that are on the North roster with, with Vance Joseph and the Broncos. I think it's cool that you finally get to see them in a real NFL offense. I know that like people will say Josh Allen comes from like a pro-style offense, but it's not a pro offense. Now he's going to get a real look. Same with Baker Mayfield, because what these guys are doing in college is totally different than what they're going to see at the Senior Bowl. So now you can see, uh, like your buddy Chris Sims, how he did with uh, John Gruden his first week. Couldn't even get the plays out. We've heard about Mahomes, too. Can't even say the NFL plays. So now they get some exposure to that, and you can kind of see how ready they are. Yeah. Dan? 
it just gives even like the small school guys an opportunity to prove that they can compete with the the larger school yeah, guys. Yeah, one of the guys so that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, is a small school guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like level playing field. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, okay, let's go. We're gonna go position by position, and we we're recording this on Thursday. So another spoiler here. This is how we do things. And some players that we wanted to highlight have dropped out because of injury. Mason Rudolph's out. Anthony Miller's out. Rashawn Evans, Sky Moore, Harold Landry, uh, Maurice Hurst. Some of those guys are first rounders, and they were like, no thanks. I'm not going to go down there and get hurt. You just listed like three guys I wanted to preview. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know about some of them. I just listed all the first rounders list. Yeah, that are not going to be there. Okay, so let's start at quarterback. And this is who we're most most looking forward to see. We'll kind of keep it tight here because there are a lot of, lot of positions. Mine is obvious. I am excited to see Josh Allen. We've seen him live before the three of us. We went and scouted him against Iowa. I want to see him with receivers who can catch the ball and where he has an offensive line in front of him that's not, they're not actually pass protecting. You know, they're just kind of there so he can throw over someone. I know it sounds like an excuse, but I really want to see him outside of that Wyoming roster just to see if, okay, is, and I, I think you have to manage expectations because. He's not. You can't look at completion percentage at the senior ball because he's throwing to guys he's never thrown to before, and that's the same for every quarterback that's going to be down there. But just the way the ball is going to pop coming out of his hand, I know Dan loves it when I say this. He can really spin it, and I'm excited to see that because we've seen Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, and Carson Wentz down there before, and just being able to compare that arm strength to his is going to be cool for me. I think it's going to be nice that him and Baker Mayfield both get to match up on the same team. So these guys are going to be competing with each other at practice. Like the game, nobody gives a shit about. We're not even staying for the game. No, we're out Thursday night. Yeah. yeah. So, But to see these two compete with each other in practice, especially with the Broncos as their coach, yeah. like that's big for them. I actually the Broncos think that's have a what, good point. Fifth pick? Fifth pick. Yeah. That's a great point because I actually tweeted that I was kind of disappointed. I wanted them on opposite teams. I you are absolutely right. I was wrong about this. Uh, yeah, I do want to see them compete. Who emerges as the leader of that team? Probably Baker. I guess. I don't know. It'll be fun. I to think watch. probably Baker. I mean, he's the Heisman Trophy winner. But also, this is the stage for Josh Allen to excel. Like throwing seven on seven and shoulder pads and shorts, he's going to do great. Baker Mayfield is a gamer, so we'll have to see how he does in practice and how he steps it up. I think it's going to be a good competition. <laughs> but Baker's your guy that you want to that you're. He is because I do want to see how he does in practice. Most what important thing like? for him is weigh in Tuesday morning by noon. There will be Baker Mayfield hot takes. If he oh he could be a third rounder again. If, yeah, if he comes in with like an eight and three quarters inch hand, so hand size they measure thumb to pinky, and nine inches is the threshold. So if you're below That's that, what she said. if you if you're below that, it's not good and. He's how tall, but he's going to be. He's listed at 6'1, so he's going to be what, six foot and some change, probably? I would guess he's like 6004, so six and a half. Hey, that's senior bowl talk for you. Why don't you explain that? It's time. It's time. (laughs) Yeah, because people are going to ask me all week. The way they measure it's feet, inches, and then eighths of an inch, and it's not simplified. So it would be if you're 6004, you would be six feet, zero inches, and four eighths of an inch. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Four well, eighths of an inch? That, yeah. So half, so half an inch. So half an inch. But they, yeah, that, that's how they do it, though. Okay. So um, your guy. Go yeah, ahead. my guy. <laughs> Obviously, people want to see Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield, but who I kind of want to check out is Mike White from Western Kentucky. He has the size. He has the arm strength to compete. Um, 
with these big school guys. So I just kind of want to see how he goes out there and see if he can prove himself compared to some of these other guys. He's on the South team. He should dominate. (laughs) He's on the South team. So he should be the guy who kind of steps up down there. And he, he's lucky enough to have those Oklahoma State receivers on his oh team. Oh, my God. So he has They could make him look really good, And he would have had too. Anthony Miller, but he Memphis receiver, but he dropped out. And so. he's got a chance to stand out on that other <laughs> roster. Like he, I think he's far ahead of the other guys on his team. I don't even remember what their names are right now. Yeah, I mean, he has like Kurt Benkert, Kyle yeah. Laletta, and I don't have the roster in front yep, of me. and that other guy. So, Troy. Oh, yeah. Silvers. Silvers, yeah. So he could. I've liked him since uh, his junior year. I actually I thought he was a senior last year, and I couldn't understand why he wasn't getting love in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Yeah. But I liked him too. I didn't put him on my players to watch because I actually I knew you would, Dan. So I just went ahead with Baker Mayfield. But I do want to see him compete with the bigger school guys, like you said earlier, because this is his chance to shine. Like people don't get to see him compete with good corners and good safeties all the time. So now he's got his chance to really show what he can do. Okay, running backs. Rashad Penny is the guy for me. San Diego State was flawless this year, taking over for Donnell Pumphrey. He has he has size. He's 220 pounds. It appears that he has speed. He's even run some kickoffs back for touchdowns. But I want to see it against competition because, that, like you were just saying with Mike White, it's something we haven't seen. So I want to see him against Alabama linebackers. And I want to see him just – does he have the speed to turn the corner to get the edge? So that's one reason. He's on the South roster. I think the South defense is better. We're going to see him against guys from Ole Miss, USC, Alabama, LSU, Auburn. So I think it'll be, excuse me, I think it'll be a great test to see just what type of athlete he is because that's so important for him. Uh, Next guy for me at running back, uh, me and Dan have the same guy, I think, Royce Freeman. I loved him. Like going into his junior year, I thought he might be like a first round back. And then he just had a terrible year. I think he was injured for a lot of it. Yeah. Coaches weren't doing any favors for him. Came back, had a really solid senior season. So he's got a lot to prove. And he's a guy that I think could jump, have that senior bowl growth that we've seen in years past from guys like Phillip Rivers. Maybe he can do it. I mean, David Johnson a couple years ago, nobody really knew about him until the senior bowl. And I think Royce Freeman could have a similar type week. Yeah, so do I. Um, people don't realize how good of a year he had, actually, because Oregon was so bad. Yeah. But he really played well this year, and I think he's going to come out there and run some people over he's in practice, athlete, even though you're not too, supposed like, to hit. He's 5'11", 230, and he has speed. And, yeah, he's going to put some masses on the turf. It's going to be fun to watch. I like it when you guys pick the same player. We move right along, and we all picked the same fullback. People who don't listen to this every week, one, I don't know why you don't. Two, you probably don't know that I have a love affair with fullbacks. Like I love the fullback position. Watching the the Jag Steelers game was great for me because there were like fullbacks on the field every down. We all picked Dimitri Flowers from Oklahoma. Two Texas fans picked an OU guy, but we all love his ability as a runner, receiver, blocker. That that's two OU guys for you, Melo. Whoa. Yeah, they're good. I just don't fucking like them. <laughs> yeah. Dimitri Flowers is good. Uh, he's the. I think he's the best fullback down there. I know some people will say Jalen Samuels uh, from South Carolina is a better prospect, but I want to see Flowers. Just, I think he's the total package. He's very versatile. Like they use him a lot in the past game. He's kind of like an H back. Yeah, like Delaney almost, Walker but, almost. Yeah. So yep. I mean, I think he's going to excel down there. All right, moving on to receiver. Uh, the guy I had listed, Anthony Miller from Memphis, uh, dropped out. Uh, I'll briefly talk about the reason I wanted to see him was because I think he's somewhat a product of the system. And I also worry with him, my notes on him, I worry about size. 
I worried about bobbled passes, so I wanted to see his hand size because he he double double catches a lot. And then it's, he's a guy with injury history, so I just wanted to see him healthy and in person. Uh, with him out, uh, it's like, okay, well, there goes one of the better receivers in the class. I'm going to go with DJ Shark, though, from LSU. 6'4", 200 pounds, yes, size. And here's something he didn't have in college, a quarterback throwing him the ball. So I'm excited to see him with an actual real, I mean, he's on the South team, so it's not like he doesn't have the Josh Allens thrown to him, but I do want to see him in an offense that's going to throw the ball. Uh, kind of with me, I'm going with those receivers from Oklahoma State. I'm just going to keep it like all Big 12, apparently. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but I, I think those two are really close in value. And I love what Aitman was able to do. I know Washington came in and a lot of people were talking about, is he receiver one for the class? I think he had a disappointing year. I know he put up some big numbers, but I think that was kind of the product of the system. He's a high cut fella as well. Yeah. He's all legs. Right. And I don't know. He doesn't play that fast. No, he doesn't. He's thick. He, he doesn't play that fast. Uh, you were one of the, I'll give you credit, one of the first people I ever heard praising Marcel Aitman. He has size. He can be a physical post-up receiver, red zone Yeah, threat. late in the game, he's making yeah. plays for Oklahoma State and Mason Rudolph. And Dan, I, I Dan, really wish Mason Rudolph were there. I know. Like if he were throwing to these two receivers that he has timing with, that would be so great for him. I really wish that whatever injury he has, just go and throw. Who cares? Yeah, I get it. And Dan picks a Miami receiver. Shocker. Hey. You know, when there's only one Miami player, it looks like on the, the list here, I got to take him, right? <laughs> and it's Braxton Berrios. Um, at Miami, he was the team captain. You know, he's, I hate to say it, he's gritty, you know. <laughs> but Why do you say it, that? <laughs> I don't know. It just comes to mind, you know. Um, but he, he, he kind of underwhelmed this year, and I don't know if that was because of the quarterback play or what. So I kind of want to see what he's like out there <clears throat> playing with some – Actual good quarterbacks, not that yeah, Malik yeah. Rozier is not yeah, great. not that good. No, he's not. Is, so is he more Wes Welker or Julian Edelman? <laughs> uh, Cole Beasley. Yeah, because the but, comparisons <laughs> all week are going to be the, which short white receiver can we compare him to? The thing I am worried about here, I'm, I'm looking at the list of uh, the roster here, and he's listed at 5'9". Like Yikes. listed at 5'9". Yeah, they usually lie about that. Yeah, so... It, he, he better hope he runs a great 40 time. I don't have a, a height on him from like the scouts who went in there over the summer either. So he's probably 5'8". Yeah, that's going to be great. Okay, tight ends. Great tight end class going down there. I mean, I we could talk all day about these guys. Dallas Goder from South Dakota State is my tight end one. Uh, great athlete, really good player. But like we've said with a couple of these guys, I just want to see him against better competition. But there, he's going to have. I mean, the tight ends that you guys picked are. There's another Miami player, Dan. So there are two. Oh, you got another one on there. He, he yeah, was hurt, so I I kind of forgot about yeah, him. Yeah, but. So, but the tight end group is going to be special. So I want to see who who emerges out of this group. Uh, that's this what I'll be looking for. Mello, one guy I'm really just trying to put my finger on <laughs> <laughs> is the tight end out of Wisconsin because the dude has nine fingers. <laughs> also a good tight end. <laughs> yeah, no he. Seriously, he was like <laughs> maybe tight end one, and he still could be very good receiver. More of a flex tight end, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> trying to put your finger on here, just put an asshole. <laughs> but he is a good tight end, also, and I kind of just want to shake his hand. 
<laughs> which is kind of a theme for the rest of my players. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt kind of previewed one of my guys, but I, I picked two here because I I'll, obviously Chris Herndon coming back from an injury. Yeah. I want to see if he's actually healthy and ready to go. He he was looked like the best player on Miami's offense while they were rolling. Um, then he got hurt and went down. But also the Penn State tight end. Mike Gasecki. Gasecki. Oh, oh my he God. looked like a bad ass. So I, I get tired of people saying this, but did you know that he was a volleyball player and won a dunk competition? He won a dunk competition? Yeah, dude can jump. <laughs> uh, he's also like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he's. I do like him a lot. Uh, the more I like talk to the people where he's training and stuff, they're like, man, this kid has a chance to be pretty special. Uh, doesn't block. It's the only thing. So you got to work on that. Not not you everyone's a blocker. It. You can teach it. <laughs> tight ends really don't have to anymore, though. Like, your number two tight end is going to be your blocker. I've had this argument with so many people on Twitter. All right, let's go offensive line. Then we'll, we're, we're moving along, boys. We can take our first break at, like, 20 minutes and keep our, our producer we happy. We're going to be on schedule, yeah. Franz. The trains are running on time for the first time in Stick to Football Friday history. Okay, offensive line. Desmond Harrison, uh, this is my chance to get a, a former Texas player on the list. He was one of those guys Charlie Strong ran off. and In like a week. And went to West Georgia and dominated at West Georgia, though. So let's see him against some big boys, see what he can do. He's on, on the South roster, which is a good thing. Get to see him against some real tight ends. He's a tremendous athlete. And I, I try to pride myself on knowing the background on a lot of these guys. I have no idea what happened with him at Texas. So I'm actually, I hope we get some time to talk to him and, and find you know, out. Yeah. I don't know either. And Charlie, it was those rules. Things. Yeah. Like he kept everything secret. Like he kicked off eight kids and you don't know what any but of Charlie's them did. rules. I mean, it could have been that you had an apartment off campus and weren't supposed to, and you got kicked off the team, or you could have been the biggest weed distributor in Austin. It's it can either, either way, same penalty. I don't know. Yeah. All right, who you got, Mello? The uh, guy for me is Brian O'Neill. I like his athletic ability. I also love the fact that he's a junior graduate who's going to the senior. Yeah, board. a couple of those are sure. Yeah, they, people should take advantage of that. You get a full week to work in front of NFL teams. That's going to do nothing but help your stock. I have to tell a story. Uh, I was updating my rankings, uh, I guess, last weekend, and I had my I had my son who's four, and we were. Yeah, he was like, "Dad, come play with me." And I'm like, "Hey, just let me do this." And I accidentally put Brian O'Neill at like. 92 instead of 32 and people kept being like you're really low on brian o'neill like, <laughs> you really I don't, don't like feel him. like i am <laughs> like i have him like right in that first second range and then today i was updating my senior bowl notes and was like oh my god like but yeah he has a chance to be a first rounder i think so this could be a big he, week i think he could even jump up to maybe be in that second tackle i don't think he passes connor williams but he could be the second tackle taken off the board daniel um i'm going with the guy from army you know, if Ooh. a guy from Army makes it to the Senior Bowl, you he's know a, he's, he's got trying right now. Yeah, yeah, so he's double dipping. Oh, yeah. So there we go. Work ethic. Uh, Brett Toth, right? Toth. Yep. He's six six three oh five. I Army for once was good this year. Yeah, and there had to be a reason. You know, so yeah, I think with him, <laughs> yeah, you know, big, he can run block. I was just exactly. saying, the thing is, can he pass block? Because they throw the ball three times a game. So just just go to the Jags. Yeah, if the Jags pick him up. Just be a right guard. Yeah. Just run block all day long. Okay, I feel really good about the offense. I think it's a good, clean preview. We, I, we're we going to be bouncing around. The three of us probably won't actually see each other a whole lot at practice. And What? Yeah, probably not. Dan's going to go, like, hide. I'm going to get bombarded by people, and I don't know what you're going to do. You and, Bowen, you and Bowen are going to sit and talk. <laughs> um, so... I'm going to try to focus on the quarterbacks just because of the the prestige of the group um, on the North roster. 
when it's South practice time, I'm probably going to be watching the pass rushers. Just because. Uh, who all is on that South roster for the pass rushers? Let me pull that up for you. Oh, Matt's searching something on there. Yeah. So we have Andrew Brown from Virginia, Kylie Fitz from Utah, Marcus Davenport from UT San Antonio. That's a dude that's, that's getting guy. first round love. Puna Ford from Texas, hook him. Deshaun Hand from Alabama, Greg Gilmore, and Christian LeCouture from LSU. So not a bad group. And then an outside backer, you have like Marquise Haynes, Uchenna Nwosu, and Shaquem Griffin, although he's not a pass rusher. Um, so pretty good group of, of front seven guys uh, on the South roster. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and do – we'll preview the defense, talk about some of the top five players we've seen, and give you our tips for Mobile. Be right back. All right, welcome back. Let's dive in on this defense that we're going to see down in Mobile. It's not, I think the offense is dominant over the defense this year. A lot of the guys that had a potential first-round grade, like Harold Landry, uh, like Rashawn Evans, like Maurice Hurst, have dropped out, uh, whether it's due to injury or because they hired an agent and the agent said, hey, you're a first-round pick, you're not going down there, uh, which happens a lot on defense, happens a lot more. I remember a few years ago, an agent told me, he was like, why would I ever have a linebacker playing the senior bowl? It's like, uh, to show out how athletic he is. And he's like, nah, we like, so there's like one agency. They don't let linebackers play in the senior bowl. Um, so that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. He can do that at the combine. Okay. So defensive and outside linebacker. Some people call it edge guy. I was most looking forward to seeing was Harold Landry. And I had in my notes, healthy question mark. He is not. Uh, I've reported today he's dropping out due to an ankle injury, high ankle sprain. He's trying to get ready for the combine. He's expected to be 100% by then. So I'm going to go to Marcus Davenport. Like one of y'all said, that was uh, when we did our big mock draft on the midweek show last week, Connor shocked us all and put Marcus Davenport at 10. And then uh, Connor told me on on Thursday that then Mel Kuyper put him at like 14 or 15 in his mock. So Mel is obviously listening. Thank you, Godfather. Uh, We appreciate it. And I, I am interested to see Marcus Davenport. I've told this story before. I remember Jeff Schwartz, a buddy of ours, was calling a UTSA game, and he texted me at halftime. He was like, you got to check out this defensive end. He's fucking amazing. And I was like, oh, okay. And, yeah, he is very athletic. He's 6'7", 255. I've heard he's put on about 12 to 15 pounds in training already. So he's filling out. But he's built like a basketball player, uh, and he's never been tested by anyone good who can block. So, like, I want to see him chance. him and Desmond Harrison going one-on-one. There's going to be a whole lot of length and a whole lot of athleticism. So that'll be a fun. I might actually have to watch some O-line, D-line this year for the first time. That, in, that's underrated. At for the, the first ball. time since Aaron Donald really was there. Those guys get after each other, oh, O-line, yeah. D-line, though. Yeah. All right, Mello. Uh, for me, it's going to be Taekwon Lewis. I want to see what he can do because he couldn't really get on the field with everything that Ohio State had. They had four quality defensive ends, and that's just defensive ends. Yeah. So you're competing with guys like Bosa and Hubbard to get in that rotation. I want to get a better look at him and see what he can do. And I know you also had an interesting take on him from the beginning of the year. Yeah, I had, I had a tweet that went viral about him because <laughs> I said he had a good bubble. And uh, apparently that's you don't say that. It's a faux pas to talk about another man's ass. But when you are a scout, you look at how guys' lower bodies are built. And you want thick thighs and a big butt on a defensive lineman, and he has it. Or maybe he's just wearing his dress sweats tonight, and you <laughs> yeah. took notice. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I am a Taekwondo Lewis fan, though. Uh, Ohio State's got – I mean, they have so much talent. Jalen Holmes is going to be there as well. Their backup defensive ends have a chance to go in the second round, which should tell you all you need to know about Ohio State. 
Wow. All right, Dan, good luck saying this guy's name. Uh, yeah, so I should have been trying to look up how to pronounce his name before I came on here, and I'm surprised Marshall didn't take him since he's from no, Oklahoma. I, I didn't want to say his name. <laughs> um, let's go Ogbanya Okoron... Okoronquo. Okoronquo. I remember practicing. Oh, hey You know that in the mirror 20 times every You know when we do the live draft show, I don't have time to like look names up, so the names I don't know, I practice. That's a... Just, just the tip. The tip. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, there were times this year that he just dominated on that Oklahoma defense and looked unstoppable. So I just kind of want to see. Can see, he get off blocks? Yeah. He's small. Is the he's thing very small? Like he <laughs> looks a lot. Small. He's listed at what six one two forty. Yeah, I don't think he, is. he doesn't look that big. He looks six foot two twenty. I I told you guys this. Uh, I don't think I've said it on the show before. I had a, I was talking to a scout about Oklahoma players, and I brought him up, and he was like. Are you sure he's not just Eric Stryker again? It's like, oh, damn. Oh, man. Like, that, that guy was a great striker. college football player. Oh, it's him at the Senior Bowl, he looked terrible. Yes, he did. He was one of those few guys where it's like, you probably shouldn't have come because you made yourself look yeah, bad. Yeah, you're a defensive end that's built like a safety. Yeah. And I think with Okoronkwo, it's going to be hopefully not that because he is a little bigger. But I think just that role, the, he plays for Oklahoma. You're that stand-up edge. You get a whole lot of... You know, empty looks, and I, I think we saw that against uh, Alabama. That's who they played. No, Georgia. Sorry, Georgia. That was when I had meningitis. I can't remember a whole lot about <laughs> you it. You can't keep blaming everything on meningitis. <laughs> I'm going to blame not remembering that weekend and throwing up in that Uber on meningitis for as long as I can. Thank you very much. All right, let's move into the the war daddies, the interior defensive lineman. Harrison Phillips uh, from Stanford is my dude. He played Nose tackle for Stanford, but he's built more like a five technique. I love that he was just, okay, I'm going to accept this assignment. And I'm going to go in and, and keep blockers off the linebackers. Is he another junior? He's player? one of those weird ones that, like, he could, could have, have applied for another year and didn't. Yeah. But he's from Stanford, so he's obviously Smart. intelligent. So that's first line in the scouting report. High IQ. <laughs> yep. But I, I do want to see, see him as a pass rusher because we rarely got to see it this year. Yeah, and you know Stanford's always going to come with those interior linemen offensively or defensively. They're always quality. For me, I want to see my guy Puna Ford because he's going to be about 5'10", 320. (laughs) (laughs) But he's just a little wrecking ball of a guy. He's like a Miley Cyrus song. (laughs) I think he's going to do really well. I know that like measuring in at probably 5'10", 5'11", is going to hurt his stock. But I think he's a guy that can play in the league for a long time. Because once you get in the league, they don't give a shit how tall you are. Can you do your job? Yep. And okay, and I think he plays with great leverage and agility, too. I know he's a big guy, but he's also quick. When we talked to Mike Jefferson, I don't know if it made the interview or if it was off air when he and I were just talking, and he was like, you know, he said, I'm not really suited to play Mike, but thank God I had Puna Ford in front of me because otherwise I would have just been – I would have died all year. And Puna's just – he's an old-school nose tackle. It's just going to – he's going to two-gap, and he's going to – that center and guard are going to have to deal with him, and it's going to free up an inside linebacker to make plays. Daniel, uh, I'm going to keep my small school love going here and go you just with went Oklahoma. <laughs> well, I didn't mean all of them. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. You had some army, in right? There, I guess. Small school, yeah. bad schools. Maybe <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Nathan Shepard. This dude went to Fort Hayes state. Yeah. And I saw him dominate our pit state gorillas. Yeah. He, uh, he looks like an animal compared to those division two guys. So once again, I want to see how he competes against, these big school guys and see if he can bring that same veracity. Ooh, hey, big like word, it. big word, Dan. He's a big guy. 
Oh, he's yeah. six five, three hundred. Yeah. He's twenty four years old, which is something people are going to point at as like, oh, okay, this guy might be a little old coming from the MIAA. But he dominated like the last three years. He was basically unstoppable on the D line. So you like how prepared I am this year? I got notes mm. on everybody. Wish you would have passed those notes over earlier. <laughs> I got to know. No, I, I have to be the one who sounds smart. You oh, guys just okay. get to toil away over there. All right, linebacker. I just want to make finger jokes. Yeah, <laughs> linebacker, Hand the jokes? guy. Yeah, I'm going to cue you up for one here. At linebacker, the guy I wanted to see, Sky Moore from South Carolina, dropped out. He's really, like, lost two years of college due to injury, and unfortunately he's, he's dealing some turf toe, so he's not going to compete there. Uh, looking at the linebacker class, uh, and I don't want to steal Dan's guy. Um yeah, or yours. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dewey Jarvis uh, from Brown, right? I know, but here's the the reason why. I, I've had scouts all week complain to me <clears throat> that this kid got an invite, and so I, I hope somehow this this ends up and he can hear it. This is a dude that everyone's doubting. Like no one wants him to be there, but somehow he made it. And it, credit to Phil Savage and his crew for identifying the kid and, and getting him here. I hope he just goes down and fucking balls out. Like makes every tackle in practice because he's being overlooked. And like Dan said, uh, his reason for the senior bowl being important after he spit that answer out is that <laughs> it's a level playing field. So it doesn't matter if you're from Brown or Fort Hay State or the Citadel or Alabama or Ohio State. It is a level playing field. And I like I'm rooting for this dude. Well, I am too now since you went all Tom Rinaldi Jr. on it. Thanks a lot, Tom. <laughs> Made me cry. No, I've got to go with like names everybody knows. I'm going with I have two on my list because Rashawn Evans at Alabama dropped I thought, though. He dropped. Fuck that and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next, Shaquem Griffin. This dude balls out. I know he's got one hand and that's what he gets all of his like attention but for. He's but he's really good. He's a damn good linebacker. Yeah. And I'm glad that he got the invite to the senior bowl because the dude deserved it. Like he plays well in his bowl games. He does everything that you want out of a linebacker. That Auburn game, he was he was fantastic. Oh, yeah, he was all over the field. He's athletic. So I do want to see him get credit for his play on the field, not just the story. Yeah. I, I wrote about him uh, in my scouting notebook that comes out Friday. And, like, yeah, the, the dude has one hand. And I don't know how the NFL deals with that because we've never there's, – there's no precedent for this. And so it it is. It, I'm interested to just get down there and talk to people and say, like, okay, how do you evaluate this guy? Like, what – does can he tackle? Yeah, I mean, yeah, then yeah, he can. What's there to evaluate? No one wraps up anymore, anyway. <laughs> exactly. You know? So, yeah, you just run into people and try to get flagged for it. So he is a freak athlete, though, and his brother is really good player for the Seahawks right now. All right, Daniel, another small schooler. Small school. Here we go. You always, always got to watch out for those North Dakota kids. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going with uh, Nick Deluca, the linebacker from North Dakota State. Um. A couple years ago when Carson Wentz was at the Senior Bowl, I overheard some people who were talking to Matt because I like to eavesdrop a little bit. Exactly. That's what I'm there for. Um, And they were talking about how, you know, everyone was talking about Carson Wentz and how good he was. And they were saying, wait till you see this linebacker we have coming up. And his junior year, or was it senior year, and he got an extra year. Yeah, yeah, Last year he got hurt and missed most of the year. This year came back and he showed that, he deserves a spot here at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. I think I think he he reminds me a lot of um, my my guy Jordan Tripp, only better. Yeah, your Montana guy. My Montana guy. Oh yeah, Man. loved him. So I'm I'm real excited to see Nick DeLuca. I am too. I yeah, that's a great name to throw in there. The people 
You know, like we, we get caught up in the like big school guys, but yeah, Nick DeLuca, shit, yeah. Okay, corners, uh, Cameron Kelly, San Diego State, big press guy, and I, I think you know so much of the league is going to that now. Whether it's San Francisco, Seattle, Jacksonville, the Jets, <laughs> everyone wants a big corner now. I, I think Cameron Kelly, whether he ends up playing corner or safety, I really want to see that this week. That's where our buddy Matt Bowen is so valuable in Mobile because you sit by him and just listen. And don't talk until he talks to you. And you learn so much about how to evaluate defensive backs. At and some then point, he, we need to tell this Matt Bowen story. Yeah. But cool. then he's going to ask you a Top question five. that you're wholly unprepared for, either about life or football. My favorite Matt Bowen story, I'm going to go on a tangent. Who gives a shit? Uh, a couple of years ago at the, the Senior Bowl, I guess this would have been 2013, uh, we're sitting there talking. And, and we had really just met and started working together and become friends. And uh, his wife had just gotten pregnant with their fourth. And he was like, when are you going to have another one, man? And I was like, never. Like, I'm set. You know, I, I my daughter was born when I was a, a teenager. She's she's almost, you know, in high school and then I'm done. I'm going to be out. I'm going to be free and clear at 35 to like go live my life. And I swear to God, the next that night, my wife at the time called to tell me she was pregnant. And so the next day I had to go to senior <laughs> practice and be like, well, Guess what? <laughs> I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to hanging out with Bowen for the week and, and learning. Uh, if you're not following him on Twitter, you should. It's at MattBowen41. And Instagram, too. You post on Instagram. I don't know what his handle is. But. I think it's the same, at MattBowen41. All right, Mello, corner. I'm going with a guy who's just a – he might be a nickel corner because he's a little undersized, but he's a scrapper, and I like the way that he plays. He's athletic. Duke Dawson out of Florida – Good corner. He's going to get some good competition this week with some quality receivers, and I think he can really help himself out this week. I agree with you. I think he might end up getting that nickel treatment just because he is a little bit of a shorter guy. But I mean, physical, up in your face type corner. I, I do. I like his play quite a bit. All right, I'm going to go with uh, MJ Stewart out of North Carolina. He has prototypical size. He was all ACC guy this year. Um, he he just he's kind of well rounded corner. Yeah, press cover 205. Yeah. yeah, I could do it all. I was just looking at him. It looks like Duke Dawson may have dropped out, Mello. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> he's not on the South roster, which he should be because he's from Florida, right? Nope. Florida's on the North. Go figure. I think you can just pick and choose what player you want. <laughs> I think they should just do a draft next year. <laughs> yeah, they should. Oh, that, yeah. if NFL Network televised that, we would all watch it. Oh, yeah. Do it like a- if like John Elway and uh, uh, Brandon Bean did a draft. Yeah. Or Brian Gain, I mean, sorry. Whoever it Brian is. Guy. Yeah. It would be. I would probably narrow down and watch it. I'd probably do a mock draft. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Who so would have been your first pick you. this year? Josh Allen. <laughs> no doy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, safety. Marcus Allen, Penn State. This is a guy who last year almost came out early. He had some top 50 love. I think his... I don't know if his stock dropped this year, if there was just more tape for people to evaluate and they got a little picky about his his game. But I still like the kid. I think he he played so much cover, too, at Penn State that I, I think at times it's hard to evaluate. So let's see him this week match up, man coverage, see how athletic he is, watch those hips flip, and see what he can do. Uh, kind of the same thing with Armani Watts out of Texas A&M for me. I thought he might come out last year after his injury. Same. But he came back. He had a good, solid season. And now we get to see what he can do at the senior role. Plays well in the run. A lot of turnovers created. Yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of small. I guess that's the thing for me. Yeah, that like I want to six see. one two oh five probably. He's five eleven two oh five. He was probably listed at six one. Yeah, at A and M. My notes say five eleven uh, this year. Yeah, I mean he is. He's 
He's aggressive. And we all picked big name safeties without knowing yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I actually picked a big school guy here. What do you who, go figure? Um, my guy's the tackling machine, Quinn Blanding. Is that he what like they call tackling? Him? I mean, he like led the ACC in tackles like the last four years or something like that, or has the most tackles the last four years. That's out a good of note. ACC. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, something random. Lob tackles. He he tackles good. <laughs> but anyway, I I actually want to see. Not obviously he can tackle. Um, I want to see how he's in coverage. In dropping back and doing all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, pick against your Hurricanes. He did. Need to see more of that. Uh, yeah. well, he's a big body guy. He might match up yeah. well with some quality tight ends. He also had like 17 tackles against Virginia Tech. So seeing him against tight ends, is he a box safety or is he a guy who can be a, a hybrid? I know we didn't mention him, but Micah Kaiser, the, the linebacker. linebacker from Virginia, He, I want to see him too. Also a ton of tackles. Exactly. That would yep. have been a good one for I me to exactly mention. I say exactly too much. I exactly. apologize. Exactly. I apologize. I say fans. like too much. So we all got that. When I listen what back to the podcast. What do you say too podcast, much, Mello? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Things that have to be edited out. That's what Mello says too much. All right. Let's get to the fun part of the show now that we've done the positional previews. We'll kind of rip through this. I wanted to do on, on Six Football Fridays, we always do top fives. So we got to keep doing it. And we're going to do top five players we've seen at the Senior Bowl. Let's go five to one, Danny. David Johnson, done. Uh, David Johnson was a man amongst boys in Mobile. And it should have been a clue how good he was. And yet, I think we obviously all still doubted him because he went the like, third round. So there was still His questions. own fucking team that, see, I said it again. <laughs> His own team that drafted him doubted him. Do you they remember watching like hard knocks and they're like, oh shit, Amir Abdullah just got taken. What are we going to do? Oh, get like the second best running back in the NFL. That's what you're going to yeah. do. Lucked yeah. into that one. Sometimes the draft is all about luck, not about how good you are. Really? Yes, it absolutely is. As is my job. That was the 2015 senior bowl. He was amazing. My, my number five guy, guy I already mentioned, Carson Wentz. He, and I've looked at your list. You have him up there too. I but. do. Yeah. He's he's lower on my list because we're doing guys who are the best we saw there. And he was still coming off a wrist injury, so yep. he wasn't 100%. But you could still see how good he was going to be. I, I, and I'll talk I'll talk about it when we get there. Never mind. So, uh, Mello, you got number two. Um, I've only been to the Senior Bowl one time, and that was the David Johnson year. So, I actually, I only put two guys from my list. <laughs> my first one, though, is David Johnson, like, it took 30 seconds into a practice to be like, who's this guy? Into, into a, a what? A practice. <laughs> We're talking about practice. Yeah. <laughs> but seeing him stand out against all those other running backs, you knew he was special. And then he started catching the ball, yeah. too. And I don't see how he slipped to the third round. It was very obvious down in Mobile. He's the best running back in that draft. I can't believe that uh, Danny Shelton didn't make your list as number two. I thought about it just because when we got there, we saw him in like the, the lobby, the lobby, and he had on his, his skirt. His skirt. I don't know what you call it. He's got a better name for that. Stress. But it's a big Hawaiian guy with a fucking skirt on. And you're like, oh shit. Yeah, that's Danny Shelton. Yeah. Okay. If you really like Danny Shelton would be on there. Nate Orchard, I loved him, but I don't think he's done anything in the NFL. He has not. And then Quandre Diggs was another guy that I loved down there. Probably just and he's done. He's been good. Andy gave me a hat. Yeah. That you store? Yeah. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Because you just did. All right. My number four, Russell Wilson. I've told this story a million times. I got to spend a week with him and was able to have access to him, his trainer, his agent. And their goal that week, I think, was to impress me and be like, hey, move him up your rankings. And I'm an idiot and I didn't do it. And I'll live with that forever. He had a great senior bowl week, just not only on the field, but in terms of leadership. He was the dude there. And 
have to remember, like this was the time when people thought he was a day three pick. And but he took over in Mobile and, and it should have been a clue that he was going to be great. But we are all stupid. Well, I wasn't there that year. I would have told you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Maybe I'm sure you would have. <laughs> uh, my number four guy <clears throat> is Zach Martin. And then this is one of those times where it was. You don't normally watch the O-line play or the D-line play during these practices. But when Aaron Donald was going up against Zach Martin, that was some of my best memories like of the senior stopped. bowl. Yeah. Like everybody <laughs> just kind of stopped and started watching because these two were just amazing and were competing so hard against each other. So yeah. Zach Martin, he obviously is one of the best linemen in the NFL now. And he he proved it at the senior bowl. Um, yeah. The rest of our guys are kind of the same. Maybe we just talk yeah. about them at the same I just, time. Yeah. Well, I'll go with my third guy yeah. was David Johnson. My only thing I want to say was Matt Bowen again. He pointed out to us very beginning of practice. He said, "Keep an eye on David Johnson. Yep. He tore up Iowa when Northern Iowa played Iowa. So as soon as we, as soon as they come out, we're like, oh wow, this oh, guy. guy. Yeah, because they were doing like special teams first. And they started returning kicks, and we were like, holy shit! Like, yeah, that guy, the the biggest guy on the field is maybe the fastest. Yeah, yep. uh, number three for me was Derek Carr. Um, again, a story I've told so many times. I'm tired of it, but it was that year." It was cold and windy and rainy, and we were standing on the sidelines watching practice, and you could hear the ball like whistling through the air when Derek Carr would throw it. Uh, he was the dude who wouldn't he wouldn't do media after practice. He would go throw fade routes in the end zone, and it was like oh, this guy's all business. Like he's and he was all week, and oh, yeah. he should have been a first round pick. I had him ranked there. I, I know a lot of other people did as well. Should have been a first. That's round because pick. you changed your rankings. That's the rumor, right? That I changed my rank. <laughs> I just saw somebody do that on Twitter. <laughs> so somebody said that I had, someone claimed that I didn't like Derek Carr. And I was like, what? Like, there are months of archives of me liking Derek Carr. All right, Dan, yeah, number three my number, was, my number, number two is yeah, Derek Carr. My number two is Derek Carr. I have him above Carson Wentz just because he actually, I feel like, played a lot better mm-hmm. during practices at the Senior Bowl. So My number two is Wentz, and it was more about, like you said, he was coming off injury, so he wasn't even 100%. And I think that's what elevated him so much in my mind was that he wasn't 100% and he looked that good. And just, <coughs> excuse me, talking to him as well and seeing how the team rallied around him. That week, going down there, like... It's become this myth that no one knew who he was. Like he was, I had a first round grade on him. I put him in my, in my top five when we left Mobile. And I remember, I remember doing a video there saying someone needs to trade up for this kid. He's too good uh, to to go mid to late first round, and and got a little lucky with that speculation. Someone did trade up, and he's probably would have been the MVP this year if, if he hadn't gotten hurt. So. One of your sources told you probably. Probably because <laughs> I actually think you're right. Oh, I was just I was just joking about that. No, I, I'm remembering now, and I know exactly who it was. And I, yeah, because I remember saying to him, "I really like Jared Goff," and he was like, "Why don't you really like that kid?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I like him too, but like I like Goff more." He's like, "Yeah, we don't agree." It's like, "Oh shit, okay, well, <laughs> let me see, let me report this." Uh, our number one is the same. Yep, Aaron Donald, like you said earlier, he was a beast. I don't even know the right word for he it. He just destroyed. Almost all of the offensive linemen souls. he went up against. He destroyed souls. <laughs> yes. I, it, and it like it quieted a lot of the critics. I think that's one cool thing about the senior bowls. You can like go down there and if if there's a question about you, whether it's height or speed or athleticism, you can go down there and say, like, hey, like, no, like I'm the real deal. And some of the other guys who didn't make the list, like Noah Spence, going from Ohio State to Eastern Kentucky, then going to the senior bowl and really 
showing that he belonged. Uh, Braxton Miller hasn't panned out in the NFL, but he had a great senior bowl week, just playing receiver and showing his agility. Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt had a good senior bowl week. Mellow's guy, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup did have a good week. He didn't drop a ball, yeah. I don't think. Zay Jones, too. He he didn't yeah. show a lot of speed, but his hands were amazing. Which is yeah. like the opposite your... of how he played this year. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, I have a couple more marked oh, down yeah, here. Go Just for it. real quick. Uh, Deion Jones, obviously. Um, and then Ty Montgomery. He was a guy who I didn't like at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. But <clears throat> just how the Packers ended up using him, moving him to running back. That was the smartest thing yeah. they could have done for that kid. Because he looked like one there. Yeah. I was like, yes. He, he dropped right a back. lot of passes yeah. there, and everyone's like, oh, this guy's terrible. Don't draft you him. You remember the, or the Denard Robinson hype down there? Were you there that year? No, nope, I wasn't there that year. Oh, it was awful. It was like all anyone talked about, and it was like, the, really? Like, this is not any good. <laughs> well, I don't even know who he is. Denard Robinson, he was the Michigan quarterback. Oh, Shoe, yeah. Like, well, shoeless shoe, shoe, shoe shoe Joe Jackson or whatever yeah. his name was. He couldn't tie his shoes. Like, the, yeah, I wouldn't brag about that. Okay. <laughs> Let's Just the tip, Mobile style. Uh, I, I have I wrote down five do's and don'ts. Do you guys have any, or are you just gonna piggyback off what I? I've only been one go time. Ahead. Like go to Waffle House. Maybe I'll think of something. There, that, I don't have that on my list. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You should go to Waffle House. Oh, okay. I do have another one. Find a guy that lives in the Mobile area, and then he can just kind of show you the ropes. Yeah, befriend him. Yeah. Maybe yeah. make him your intern. Yeah, it's free labor. You don't too. have to like him, and he oh, might God, like no. steal like a hoodie from you or yeah. something. Might but. be a Cubs fan. You know, a lot of problems. Okay, mine, number five, uh, enjoy it, which sounds obvious, but spring break is like the er, senior bowl. is like spring break for the NFL. I'm so much better when I don't read notes, when I just talk. It really is. It's a job fair, but it's also like everyone gets to see each other again. Um, you know, a lot of these guys, maybe they came up together as scouts or coaches, and then you end up working for a different team. So it really is like spring break. The bars and mobile are open until 3 a.m. Take advantage of it. Practices don't start till 1.30 the next day, so you can sleep it off and go to Waffle House. 24 hours. Problem solved. All right. Uh, oh, and on that note, a lot of people go there because they want to break into either this industry and the media side or they want to break into scouting. You make those contacts at night. like that. So it's important. Like, you do need to go out. There's a reason you have to be 21 to get a credential, and that's, that's why. All right, number four on that topic, let people watch practice. Do not be the guy who comes up to someone watching practice and be like, hey, man, who you like? Like, don't do that. Like, we're all there trying to work. Just talk to people at night or tweet them or just please don't. Not, not even just to me, to anyone. Who are those two guys that kept harassing you? I'm not going to say their names. Probably, they probably listen to this. <laughs> don't, don't say it. Don't, don't even say their names. They don't know their real names. We yeah, have I nicknames for it. them. Nope. They won't, they'll know? <laughs> they'll know. Yeah, I wouldn't you mess sure? With, yeah. But just don't. Like, no, that just, was a fun time. Just <laughs> let people watch practice. It's yeah, not social. Let them watch practice. And if you see them out at the bar... Don't stand there and harass them for 20 minutes because it comes off creepy. Yeah, it really does. Like, even if it's guy to guy talking football, you're creeping us out. Get the fuck away from the table. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> – I do know what yours means now. Okay. Uh, number three, hydrate because uh, you're going to be hungover and you're going to sit in the sun all day. And I've left Mobile with a wicked sunburn before. It's not fun. I actually get one every year. I usually get a cold and a sunburn at the same time. It's fantastic. So, yeah, hydrate. Um, we used to have a, a hookup there with a nurse who would get – we were talking about getting some IV treatment this year, and someone messed that up for us. Uh, practical note here, two pens, two notebooks. I don't know how many notebooks I've lost to either the wind, sunflower seeds, or setting it down in water because it inevitably rains every year, and I'm a huge note taker. So you got to have two pens. You got to have two notebooks. That's a, a very big thing for me. Uh, and then the last one. There are a hundred 
plus guys. You cannot watch everyone. So don't go down there thinking you're some hardo that's going to watch every player. The, what I did tonight, I printed off the roster, and I'll go through with a yellow highlighter, and I'll highlight the guys I want to watch. I know that I'm I have, I got two eyes, four of them wearing glasses. I can only watch so many people. That's why I have you guys to help me. You, And even if you go down and like, oh, I just saw that guy make a play. Let me tweet about it. He made one good play. Let's not like make him the winner of the week uh, off one play. So I, I think that the key is honestly to like go down and say, I'm going to watch quarterbacks or I'm going to watch inside linebackers. And and hopefully you got some buddies that you guys can, you know, divide up and say, okay, today I'm going to watch this today. I'm going to watch that. Um, that's, and that's the best way to do it. Those Ooh, my one of my tips. Yeah. If you do go down with a group of people, go off on your own for a little bit, just yes. so you don't have all those people giving you ideas or telling you what they think about players and it getting in your head, have your own opinion, <clears throat> walk away Go view the wide receivers and corners by yourself and then come back and talk and yep. see what everyone thinks after that. That's a great tip. Mello, any, any parting shots here? No, I got nothing. I'm, I'm taking notes. Do, <laughs> they, do, notes. They, do they have Natty Light in Mobile? I already checked on that. Yep, they do. Okay. What's the price for a 30 rack of Natty and Mobile? Uh, you know, our guy Adam said he was going to bring me some. So, so it's free. Three dollars is how much it is. If not, it's like five bucks anyway. Yeah. All right. Thanks for hanging out with this Senior Bowl preview show. Uh, hopefully, you're either on your way to Mobile or you're going to camp out or you're going to DVR it. I think it's on NFL Network all week. Um, they they do a great great job of it as well. One thing you definitely want to do <laughs> instead of let me like talk about another company, you want to download that Bleacher Report app and subscribe to the NFL Draft. Like you when you download it, you get to pick your teams that you follow, and we'll send you alerts. Just go ahead and click that NFL Draft one and click the stick football one while you're at it you'll get updates every day when the podcast posts you'll get to see all of our tweets will be in that stream of um you know probably beer recommendations and barbecue reviews but also some random football thoughts here and there i've heard we're seeing karaoke that video might make it on we're not yeah, i heard you somebody else oh is. okay so and i heard Vanderbilt. somebody is supposed to take video of it no yeah. video. I mean, I, aren't I? Am, You're the am videographer. I, I'm the videographer. Aren't I? <laughs> you guys might want to follow at Stick to Football on Twitter and Instagram. Maybe you'll see some video of the crew singing karaoke. You definitely will. Definitely will if it happens. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, hopefully, you have as much fun this week as we do, and we'll talk to you soon.